For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself on this hump day, Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. On our way to Bora Bora. I actually rented a car. Kind of excited. I rented a Fiat. Oh, by the way, welcome to the podcast. I am the podcaster. You're the podcast ease. And this is, that is the official mascot of this Wednesday morning, uh, wild uh, morning. I don't know, Wednesday morning uh, wackadoo. I'm not sure what the hell it is, but we're on our way to Bora Bora, and I'm pretty excited because I have a rental car, and we're going to drive a Fiat Panda, or a Fiat Panda, Panda, I think it's called, or something like that, uh, a little four-door thing, not electric. I could have gotten an electric car so cheap in both uh, Milan and in uh, 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 Bora Bora, but I wasn't doing it. I'm not going to run out of power somewhere in an island. Not happening. So pretty excited about that. Yesterday in Papayete, what can I tell you about Papayete? They've been coming here for 30 years. Hasn't changed in 30 years. I know people get mad when I say this. Think of the worst part of any city you've been in. And that's that. Uh, And it is what it is. It's their lifestyle. They're happy with it. It's Martinique. The water's more blue. And that's about it. We went out. We walked around. Very hot. Very humid. Uh, Today in Bora Bora, I bet it's going to be that way. But we'll have an air-conditioned Fiat. Remember what it stands for. Fix it again, Tony. We're going to whip around the island and find someplace to have a little breakfast. I am doing that fourth show, as I alluded to yesterday or mentioned. It was in the works. I decided, go for it. Either that or Liars Club. So four times in front of the same group of people. Hasn't happened in a while. It's a bit challenging. I'll be fine. The email address for this wonderful podcast, the Drake Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for all of the shares, the likes. If you're enjoying it, tell somebody. Help me build up the numbers. We're trying to grow it organically. It's funny. I just read an article with a new CEO of JetBlue. And you know, the JetBlue uh, spirit merger was knocked down by one judge who knew nothing about anything. Now they're appealing it. And in the event they don't appeal it, the new CEO of uh, JetBlue said they intend to grow their airline organically. Eh, we're on the same page. Except she's making about a million five, and I'm making whatever. Anyway, help me, help me grow it without mold. Prayers for our military. We do this every day. Not just our military. I don't want to be selfish. Uh, Israelis, uh, Ukrainians, people in the middle of all this mess. Uh, it is a mess. It continues to be a mess. A U.S. defense defense official denied an unsubstantiated claim that the Houthis, no bluffish, had attacked a mobile U.S. naval landing base in the Gulf of Aden. Now the Houthis, no bluffish, are taking credit for things they didn't even do. And, of course, this was from an anonymous source at the U.S. Defense Department. Why do you have to be anonymous? Just say who you are. At least, you know, the guy that you, you, the guy that's the spokesman for the Hooties, no Blood, uh, Blowfish, his name is Brigadier General 
Yaya Sari. Uh huh. How about that for a name? He should be a rapper somewhere in Somalia and give this stuff up. Anyway, uh, what else? No, Carnival Corporation. They just canceled how many altogether? 12 ships across seven brands are rerouting around the Red Sea. Remember when Jason Liberty, the big boss at Royal Caribbean, said it's not having an effect at all? Well, Carnival said they have to adjust their earnings uh, a little bit. It's going to cost them money in the year 2024 to reposition 12 trip, uh, 12 ships because uh, we can't figure out a solution. And our president, and I don't do politics, our president, you know, he walks out of the side door of the Oval Office to go somewhere because he doesn't like being in the Oval Office. That's not a other than a true statement. He doesn't like being there. He I, can find, I don't know. So, And he said he's made a decision of how he's going to handle this. But then he says, I don't want a war with Iran. Well, there you go. Why don't you just drop your pants, Joe? Just drop your pants. We don't want a war with Iran either. But don't tell him you don't want a war. My goodness gracious. He must be the worst card player in the history of card playing. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, two choices. This was a difficult decision because we're talking two different demographics here. It's Justin Timberlake's 42nd birthday, formerly one of those boy band guys, very, very popular now, married to Jessica Alba, I think. Or do I go with this person, and how do you not go with a legendary icon of theater and Broadway? I feel swaying for the band's playing one of my we all know favorite this song. songs from way back when. So the great Calum Channing. Bridge that gap, fellas. Find me an empty lap, fellas. Jolly young. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Never go. The great Carol Channing, you know, it was in Justin Timberlake's favor that he's alive. But I went with Carol Channing. Who wouldn't? I mean, what an icon. And while we're on that subject, unrelated to travel and leisure, uh, we lost Cheetah Rivera at the age of 91, another icon of the American and the West End Theater. Uh, I played her music just last week. It was her birthday. I played something, West Side Story. I Every day, every day, every moment I wake up, I say, not today. We're not doing a Boeing story, but I have to. I have to continue. And it's just another a shot across the bow. The United CEO, Scott Kirby, who took a break from being uh, diverse and, uh, you know, woke, uh, flew to France to meet with the Airbus people to try to work out a quid pro quo deal. It looks like uh, they've ordered a bunch of A350s, but they postponed them for a, very, a variety of reasons. Now they're trying to steal some Airbus 321 Neos because they have little faith that Boeing can deliver the MAX 7 because they just re, they just redrew, withdrew the request for a safety waiver and they don't know how to fix it. And of course, the MAX 10, the MAX 9, nothing but problems. So we'll see what happens. 
And a little follow-up to that. I don't know whether I did mention this. You know they were searching for the bolts. They wanted to know where the bolts went from that door. It's now been determined they were never there. That that the bolts were never put on. Somebody replaced the door without putting the bolts on. The bolts were never there. That's going to be the Boeing slogan. Uh, fly with us. Sometimes the bolts are there. Sometimes they're not. Now, a friend of mine just flew on a Max 9. No problem. Fort Lauderdale to uh, Newark and back. Not. He did say, though, they were very, very serious about telling you to leave your seatbelt buckled. Don't get out of the seat and leave it buckled just in case, my good United Flyers. Can you imagine? Can, uh, now, I just looked up my flight to San Antonio in April because I'm hobnobbing with uh, Jerry Bradshaw and Vern Lundquist and many famous people. has now been swapped out. They're not Max 9s. They're going to be 737s, and even that makes me nervous. But they're going to be Boeing 737, 700, and 800s. They're not. They, even Southwest is going, let's whatever, figure something else out. All right, here's one of the headlines to get going. We've changed the format if you've just come back after a sabbatical. I used to tell you the stories I was going to talk about. Now I just do the stories. But I kind of lay out a, a headline. You kind of figure out what I'm going to talk about. A little game. A little game at, uh, at 4 o'clock in the morning. My private island is better than yours, and it costs more. All right. The future of Caribbean cruising will be in private islands and private destinations. The, listen to me. The future of Caribbean and Mexican cruising will be in man-made destinations owned and operated by the major cruise lines. They can control the situation. They don't have to deal with political uh, bureaucrats and things like that. This story is about Carnival Cruise Line's brand-new destination in the Grand Bahama. It's called Celebration Key. It comes out next year in 2025. It is absolutely amazing. It is a massive man-made resort without hotel accommodations. But I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know what? Eventually, eventually they're going to park it overnight there. They're going to say, you know what? You can spend the entire day and then come back and have dinner and go see the big lavish show. If you want to go back off, certain bars will be open. In the, you know, they'll have the tiki hut uh, flaming things going on and they'll have luau's and, and they are creating this a massive, massive destination, and they're going to be taking business away from Paradise Island. This is a big deal right now in the Bahamas. Atlantis is not happy about this. They fought this thing tooth, nail, and any payout they could give people, and it didn't work, and this thing is huge. No one will be going to Atlantis anymore on a carnival ship. They'll be going to Grand uh, Celebration Key, and what I found interesting they're referring to the different parts of this as portals. They're, they have It has five, not portholes, five portals. And you know, I always seem like I'm picking on cruise lines or management people, but this makes no sense. I mean, the, the, the destination is wonderful, but the name portal, it really means a door, um, a point at which something enters your body. Uh, it could be a website serving as a point of entry to the World Wide Web, but it's certainly not an island or an island destination. Somebody said, we'll name it Portal. Why? It doesn't make any sense. It has five uh, what villages. There's five villages at Celebration Key. Or here's the key to Celebration Key. There are five keys. But it's not Portal. Come on. 
Anyway, there's a welcome portal. That's where you're greeted with information to help guide you toward the fun. Uh, everything's costing money. I mean, that's the other thing. This is pure revenue. It's costing millions. You should see the pictures of this. Uh, there'll be a family-friendly portal, and that's a place for families with kids of all ages. That will include swimming in the large freshwater lagoon, two racing water slides inside of a large sandcastle, sports carts, spaces designed for kids, everything you want. There's an adult-friendly portal. Uh, it has a variety of cabana rentals, uh, including beach cabanas, villas with personal slides into the lagoon, and floating. They're going to cost as much as the cruise. These guys are really smart. Whoever put the, Well, Christine Duffy's not a guy. Christine Duffy is the boss there, and she's right. She said they know how to do fun. They know how to... She said no one does fun like Carnival, and we are designing Celebration Key and its five portals. Why didn't she stop and say, excuse me, whose idea is the word portal? It'll confuse everybody. Not porthole, portal. Anyway, she said it'll unlock the kind of fun in this incredible paradise that also celebrates the beauty of the Grand Bahamas and sticks a knife right into the back of Atlantis. Uh, the adult-friendly portal has everything, several dining venues, a full-service restaurant, that'll be, you'll pay for it, uh, a variety of cuisine, food. Uh, there's a private club portal. It's a private club and an adult-only retreat with an infinity pool, loungers overlooking the water, a dedicated section of the beach, provides premier and private Access along with elevated diet. You'll pay for that. But I honestly think there'll be people who don't care for Carnival who will go on Carnival just to see this place. It is nothing short of spectacular. And the retail portal, yeah, there has to be one. Come on. Why don't you just call it what it is? The Celebration Key Mall. Uh, that'll have Bahamian culture, a backdrop of murals, and all kinds of tchotchkes, T-shirts, and stuff to take home. I will. I looked at the video, amazing, and I really do see it. down the road. I see the ship; it's their pier. They can do whatever they want. They just park it there overnight. Why not? The, I could see actually, you know, booking this. The problem is they can't conflict with other ships. You want to be in there one ship, but they're in there for two days. It's a three-day cruise, a four-day cruise, one day to get there, one day to get back, and two days at Celebration Key. Compared to any other island destination, hands down, a hell of a lot better. Or certainly better than Grand Cayman. Now, it doesn't say how many people it'll hold. You know, Royal Caribbean is going to jam 1,800 people into three blocks. So I don't know what's happening there. But congratulations to Christine Duffy and Carnival. They're ahead of the curve on this. That is the future of Caribbean cruising and Mexican cruising. Costa Maya, Turks and Caicos, all made man-made destinations. Yeah, you get in a you get in a truck and go look at a a, a a ruin. You go look at a Mayan ruin for about ruin for two hours, and they get back, get in the pool, get drunk. That's the Caribbean. Come on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, here's the, uh, here's the tease. Text this. Text this. I got your chat right here. You know what I'm going to talk about? Text messages. You figured it out. 
Hilton. Hilton Hotels significantly expanding its mobile messaging platform, unveiling plans to bring text messaging capabilities to more than 7,000 Hilton properties. How about you bring a broom? How about you bring some Windex? Have you been in a Hilton branded property lately? They don't have anybody checking the quality. Seriously. And this whole idea of texting, go ahead, take more of the personal touch out of travel. Keep doing that. Keep doing that, and they'll go on cruise ships. Keep making it less work for you, more work for us, and they're going to go on a cruise. I mean, come on. We have to ask for towels. Uh, we don't turn it down anymore. Now, if you want anything, they're going to tell you, don't call the front desk. Send us a text. No. People want personal touch, personal service. I swear, if I was a multi Richard Branson should give up the cruise industry and start a hotel chain that says, stay with us, we answer the phone, we turn down your room, we inspect our brand, and we respect our guests. You'd make a killing. I would pay it easily. Well, you do. I mean, but stupid money, Four Seasons, Ritz Carlton's. I mean, the, the, the Waldorf Astoria in Orlando is 1100 a night. They not only, they don't have to answer the phone. They should know what I'm thinking and be knocking on the door. Uh, sir, I think you were thinking you need something, right? I mean, for $1,100, you're in Orlando. Stop it. No service is worth $1,100 a night. I'm sorry. Maybe in the middle of Manhattan in an old classic property, but come on. A Waldorf Astoria that's about five years old in Orlando, 1100 a night. Man, they better, I don't know what they give you that kind of money. Anyway, Hilton's going to expand in all of their properties now to make it easier for you to do their job. You can't call the front desk, just send us a text. You want something, send us a text. You want to do anything, you want an extra pillow, you want a toothbrush, send us a text. And hope they answer it. At least when you call, you know, they eventually pick up the phone after 14 times it rings. Give me a break. What does it matter? This is nothing but good for the cruise industry. It really is. Because, you know, come on, the personal touch. The last of the Las Vegas dinosaurs. I'm not talking about Wayne Newton. <laughs> uh, he's still working, you know. He's still working. But now this is a problem. You know, the very famous Laugh Factory is inside the Tropicana Hotel. And it's very popular and very busy. And Wayne Newton actually does something there. And Rich Little has a show. And on April 2nd, it's closing. After all these years, they're finally going to blow that place up. They'll implode it. Implode it, what they call it. And, you know, in Vegas, the old days used to hire a guy to burn it down. But now they implode it and people come and take pictures. And it's being blown up. And it, what will replace it is a 30,000-seat Major League ballpark where the athletics, the Oakland A's are moving to Las Vegas, and they're going to be in that uh, stadium when it's built. And then around that, they're building an integrated resort and ballpark complex uh, at the uh, corner of Tropicana Avenue and the Las Vegas Strip. So I don't know where the Laugh, the Laugh Factory is the most popular uh, comedy club in Las Vegas. It really is. I have no idea. Obviously, they, they have made up a mind where they're going to move it and take their business with them. But I worked at Trop. I've told this story before. I used to say it on stage. I worked at Comedy Stop at the Tropicana. And I said every other hotel in the, on the Strip has been imploded and rebuilt with these multi, multi-million dollar hotels. And here at the Tropicana, they think if they have toilet paper in the men's room, they're ahead of the curve because they didn't put 30, 30 cents into the place. Now, we heard back then 
It's because the land was owned by the Chicago mob. And even though the hotel owned the hotel, they didn't own the land, and they didn't want to put any money into it because they didn't, couldn't. Now the land was sold to a company called the Penn Gaming Corporation. I, I did some research to try to see if anybody's name ends in a vowel, but it looks like a straight-up company. They have like 41 casinos. But if you were a fan of the the island of Tropic, the island of Las Vegas, that's what the Tropicana was called. Well, now it will be the big empty field in Las Vegas as of April 2nd. I'll have to watch and see where, where in fact, they're going to put the Laugh Factory. What else do we have going on here? What's on the list there, Mr. Comedian? I lost my place. Ah, figure this one out. Missing plane found after 84 years. What do you think? Missing plane, it wasn't Boeing either. It wasn't a Boeing, any Boeing. Uh, it's the unsolved mystery of Amelia Earhart. A company has announced that they have found it using very, very advanced sonar, tech, sonar uh, technology. And it is uh, not far from where we are. It's down around here in the South Pacific. It's near, uh, supposedly, she was trying to land on Howland, Howland Island. Uh, and they got screwed up. And some people, the people searching for it, a former Air Force pilot named Tony Romeo and his brother Lloyd Romeo, they figured out where it might be, and their company used a Huggin 6000 AUV with side-scan sonar modified to widen its scan swath. They got a team of experts, mobilized a support vessel, and went to the island to have a look. And after searching 5,200 square miles, they picked up a sonar return that they believe is a close match with her plane. So all they've done is the sonar, like ultrasound, ultrasound for big missing planes. And they have a picture on the site of the plane. And it matches the dimensions exactly of the Lockheed Electra that uh, Amelia Earhart was. Now, they haven't dove down to recover it. Now it's going to be checked out by other people. But they're the first people to say that they actually, that's it, down there. I don't know how they make money from that, but maybe they're very rich and they got together and got a bunch of people to donate. I don't know. But if you ever wondered where it went, uh, there used to be jokes about, you know, there was actually Amelia Earhart luggage. People owned that. Why would you want to own luggage named after somebody they haven't found in 84 years? Wouldn't make any sense to me. Carnival to the rescue again. Again, you know what that's about. They rescued two more sailors who were actually on a kayak. Their, their boat sank in the Gulf of Mexico, and all they had was the kayak, and they were just bouncing around in the middle of the Gulf, and they were noticed by the Carnival Jubilee, and they picked them up and returned them over to the Mexican Navy. Eventually, they weren't refugees. They were out fishing with a bad boat. And, well, I don't know. The whole thing sounds fishy to me. You know, it's like, you know, maybe that wasn't their boat they sunk. I don't know. But anyway, they were picked up. They were just, uh, they, they got first aid and uh, food, and uh, they were allowed bingo, and then they got transferred to the Mexican Navy. But that's how many times now the carnival ships have rescued, and we have never rescued anybody. All the years I'm on ships, almost 30 years, I we've never rescued anybody. I don't know why. I don't know why. Just, you know. We're not in the right place at the right time, or these guys are in the wrong place at the right time. One or the other. I am afraid to look. I think this is a short podcast today, but you know what happens. 
you know, it's just dumb luck when I put it together that it makes 30 minutes. I don't exactly know. And this one is definitely short. Six minutes short. So just think now, as I'm talking to you, what can you do with that extra six minutes? Go back to bed. Go to the bar and get another pop there, Steve-O. Ellie. I'm going to give you six minutes to spend it the way you want. Perhaps look up a picture of the Amelia Earhart plane. Go, oh, look. Those people have a lot of time in their hands. Once again, it is hump day. It'll be almost 24 minutes, so I'm six minutes short. Let it go. I'm not getting paid by the minute anyway. I get a flat rate. It's a flat rate. I say it every day. I'll say it again. I want to thank everybody for all the efforts, all the links and the messages. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but Vernon, someone that listens every day, and I appreciate it, he let me know that my business class seat on British Airways from Heathrow to uh, Barcelona will not be a real business class seat. They just have an economy flight and they don't put anybody in the middle. I might have mentioned that before. It's very disappointing. I might as well, but not easy, Jet. And, and plus, I had to pay for those seats. I told you that, right? You had to pay for the seats. Business class. And they charge 30 pounds a seat. I'm ready to go to war with them again. Put on the red coat. I'm coming your way. All right. Have a wonderful Wednesday. I will be prepared tomorrow. Tomorrow will go 34 minutes. Get ready. Take a nap. I'll see you then. You ready?